0: It is Star Wars tonight. A mere 23 days until The Force Awakens hits theaters. Boy, howdy. Do we have a jam-packed show for you? We're talking about the Star Wars marketing. It's insane. It's Jimmy Kimmel. It's cover girl makeup. It's it's nine TV spots. Is it too much? Well, we're going to talk about it right now.
1: Falcon Flight with Destiny. Chasing the dark from the night with destiny Headlong into did you Birds of a very well weathered
0: together Chasing the dark from the night and with
1: destiny No oh, man.
0: Here it is folks. It is Star Wars Tonight. We are your nightly countdown podcast. You're trying to figure out a way to pass the time in these precious three weeks until The Force Awakens uh, comes out and you've come to the right place. I'm Riley Blight, your host for this evening, and I'd like to welcome to the program, Steve Glosson. What's going on, Steve? What's happening, man? How we doing? Oh, uh, doing well, man. Well, I shouldn't lie to the people. Uh, I, I'm actually pretty perturbed because uh, I have my n- brand new school laptop that I got at the beginning of the semester, saved up, uh, and uh, it, it crapped out on me. And so I sent it off for repairs, just recently got it back, and uh, it decided to run, I kid you not, 90 updates. 90 I have pictures to prove it, wow. and it took two hours to do it. But it just proves that we're, this episode has been percolating, shall we say, uh, for some time. Uh, it, it is Tuesday, so that means, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Steve Glosson has joined us. Of course, from Geek Out Loud, uh, Steve, where's your head at uh, in these exactly, nearly exactly three weeks away from The Force Awakens?
1: Really, I wish you hadn't asked me that question. Oh, no, no. Um, I... Uh, you know, Geek Out Loud. I set it up to be positive, to be a positive voice on the internet. And ever since that interview with Lucas last week, I've been really fighting the molly grubs as it pertains to For- the Force Awakens. Yeah, yeah. I'm really thinking this movie. I'm really thinking this movie is going to end up being just a bunch of fan service, and we're going to find out that all the fanboys were wrong, that what we really want is a story a mythology, and uh, you know, and that space soap opera. But instead, I'm afraid we're going to get ships and gobbledygook. It's so interesting
0: because this is going to be like the two sides of the coin. Uh, yesterday's episode, of course, if you guys haven't listened to it, make sure you do in the feed. Justin Robert Young was talking about the his optimism that... Uh, Star Wars as a mythology outgrew Lucas and kind of focused on Lucas's um, creative talent at finding talent but maybe not being willing to let it go, at least from his perspective, in a way that it needs to for Star Wars to transcend its creator. And that was sort of the positive spin, but I feel like right now... Uh before we really get cuz uh, we're going to talk about the marketing in a second but I feel like Steve uh, get it off your chest cuz you get tell you what this ain't geek out loud this is Star Wars tonight and uh it's it, it's it's an experience together we're it, we're in the final days until the force awakens comes out and I think this is like our little time capsule of our thought process so expound on that a little bit
1: Well I feel like you're at a point where this is the guy who created it this is the guy who had a vision and they said we don't like your vision anymore. And, and what really was telling to me is, I think, where he says, they wanted to make something more for the fans. Yes. And based on a lot of the imagery we've seen and a lot of the ideas we've seen, that feels like exactly what we're getting. Uh, I had someone write in Geek Out Loud that said, you know, I'm seeing a lot of TIE Fighters next X-Wings, but it doesn't seem like there's anything new. It doesn't seem like they're pushing the, the, the ideas forward from... Where we were, and that's the thing about you know, he said, and that was the thing about the prequels is even though people had a problem with them, you couldn't deny that there were new ships and new ideas and new planets and new environments that were interesting and alien. And and uh, and here we're what we got a jungle, a snow planet, and a desert planet seems, I mean, yeah, well, it's It's a little too much parallel.
0: Well, it's there is, and it's so close, although I will say this, I, I think at least the way i i'm really still trying to figure out what i think about the this whole news about uh, lucas because it's painful to hear uh the man who created it all you know at the end of the day the guy who started star wars um it's painful to hear him as a sort of rejected creator as a sort of fallen artist yeah. in some ways and, and I, I just don't want that the legacy uh, to be of George Lucas. But on the other side, on the other hand, I do think there is some merit in saying... And of course, anyone who's listened to me do Star Wars podcasting for any length of time knows I'm a staunch defender of the uh, mythology that uh, was created through the prequels and the way it enhanced the overall mythology. But I think in some way there is merit to the argument that George Lucas his strength is innovation in filmmaking, and he ushered in an entire genre, I would say, uh, of filmmaking. And I don't know that the role of Star Wars itself, that it ha- I don't know that it has to be something brand new, and all brand new visuals, and, and totally innovating. There, m- maybe, and I'm kind of thinking out loud here, but maybe there is something to the fact that there is a formula of Star Wars, and... Maybe it's time for others to explore that formula instead of uh, changing the formula. Maybe.
1: Well, I, I I I I take you to one person, and that'd be Dave Filoni, mm-hmm. and and see what Dave. He says about george Lucas's take on star wars if you could get dave filoni to not you know toe the lucas film line and be honest i think what you would find out is that dave filoni would say george lucas is the master he's the guy that knows what he's talking about he's the man to go to he's your go-to guy um <clears throat> and and quite frankly in every time with the exception of maybe the holiday special Almost every time that the Star Wars name was applied to something, uh, it pushed that medium forward. Um, you know, Star Wars changed the way that movies were made. Clone Wars pushed the medium of animation forward. And, you know, back in 2007 or 8 or whenever it was that that aired, you know, initially. It was something new, and it was something that was taken a lot more seriously. There was no other show on television that looked like the Clone Wars looked, and and I'm I'm talking about just oh, yeah. from from the animation style to the depth of animation to the to the color palette, everything in that show uh, technically pushed that medium of television animation for television forward. Um, I'll be the and first. now Riley, watch now watch me segue, Riley. Oh oh, right out, right down. Right down to marketing, uh, Star Wars changed everything and pushed the way, uh, changed the way that marketing for these types of things were done.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Because uh, you have to look at those differences. The most stark contrast is Star Wars on television in animation form. And we just saw it three, four years ago under the tutelage of Lucas. And we see it without the tutelage of Lucas in the form of Star Wars Rebels. And I was just watching the most recent episode. I actually posted a little video on our Facebook page. That uh highlighted some of my frustrations with the characterization of the rebels characters and uh, and like i'm not that big of a fan of sabine i I've just kind of come to admit it just because there's um there's not much compelling about the character it's sort of like a caricature of what's popular uh it's very formulaic it, there are aspects of rebels that I absolutely love, but I think you do get that hint of. A formula, and and yeah, let's talk about the marketing because that's that right there. You have the contrast between episode one and episode seven, and I dare say, Steve, you could offer direct uh, commentary from experiencing both. But the 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 marketing tie-ins and the merchandising and uh, the overall public consciousness of Star Wars now seems to be way more overboard than what it would have been b- we back have- in the Phantom Menace days.
1: Oh yeah, we've gone from an independently owned company uh who handles its own licensing and marketing to the Disney machine. Um nowhere is Disney's finger nowhere are Disney's fingerprints more evident than in the marketing of this movie. Yes. And and what's going on everywhere you turn you go to Walmart and there are pillows and blankets and and I don't mean like one set of sheets. I mean like cheap oh, yeah. pillows and weird looking blankets and you know and it, and then you go down the cereal aisle and there's and i've got a box of cookie crisp where the cookie crisp character is dressed up as a stormtrooper, and the honeybee <laughs> from honey nut cheerios is uh darth vader and coffee mate creamers and um all kinds of stuff and it's just stuff that never would have happened under the independently owned and operated Lucas film. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with it. I don't think it's a bad thing at all. It's really exciting and it's fun to see all that out there. The problem is is when you talk with someone like myself who has such an addiction, you know, that suddenly I'm like, Well, I gotta buy all these coffee creamers. (laughs) I was gonna say I'm actually Oh, I gotta get these cereals.
0: Just an hour ago was sipping uh my sampling of the R two D two, French vanilla coffee mate french uh, vanilla
1: i love the coffee mate french vanilla the the hazelnut's good i just finally found a chewbacca the spiced latte which mm. is what is in my cup right now oh and uh it's actually pretty good itself
0: i'm telling you man uh although my personal favorite has to be the darth vader espresso chocolate and see this
1: is the problem (laughs) i can't find it i can't find it they don't have it around here
0: you uh i'll save the bottle if you want I don't know if you're Please. if you're going after the bottle or the actual espresso chocolate. Although I say they're well, equally I'm going awesome. Well,
1: after the bottle. Yeah, it's it's after the bottle. yeah, because 'cause I'll rinse them out and they'll be on the display stand. Done.
0: You have yourself a Darth Vader espresso bottle.
1: Uh, yes, I have completed the I have completed the collection. Oh, the collector's <laughs> high has gripped me more. <laughs> Why am I sounding like Mark Herlimon on Star Wars tonight? Stop it, Steve. This happens to me every time. He's rubbed off on me and I don't appreciate uh, it. Oh, man. But, but
0: it's, what's funny is specifically, that of course, there's a number of um, uh, product tie-ins and that sort of thing that, that, you know, we are kind of used to in the world of Star Wars. But I think that what we really have to highlight is the media tie-ins. Just tonight, or actually I guess last night uh, as we record this, was the big Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, Star Wars hour, and they just did the entire show dedicated to it. There's that kind of uh, presence. I still haven't seen it, but I hear Carrie Fisher is very much Carrie Fisher. Um, of course. And, and then uh, you have uh, yesterday morning I I log on to my Google account and it's like, Dip-dip-dip. would you like to transform your Google apps experience into the darker light side? And I'm like, well, yes I do. So now anytime I log on to a YouTube video and try to turn the volume up, I hear a and it's the 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 lightsaber ignition sound of which i just so poorly imitated uh and and, but you've got that you've of course you've got the um the amas was just this past weekend you had the big tie-in with a full symphony orchestra and of all people pentatonics doing an acapella accompaniment and i've got to say
1: like okay go ahead go ahead well i'm just gonna say this and this is again gonna get me a lot of crap probably from your people Pentatonics did exactly what all of us do. There was nothing impressive about going bum bump 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 Even in harmony, it wasn't impressive. There was nothing really impressive about what they did. Well, and it was so. I'm like, quit the singing and give me just the orchestra.
0: It was so trendy, right? Because I mean, everyone. It's sort of like lifted from the uh, from the viral video that uh, Corey, what's his face, he hosted stuff for StarWars.com. Um, I can't remember his name off the top of my head now, but it's a very, that, that style of doing acapella music is very much a trend that you see on YouTube all the time. You have, um, so of course, this is why I should I should have these notes in front of me. But you have a, ve- a lot of very yep, popular but- YouTubers who do this kind of stuff already, and they get all kinds of millions of views and all that stuff. But it's not, for me, when I understand what represents Star Wars score best, hearing five acapella artists, uh, here's the moment, Steve. Here's the moment where I was just like, where there's just something in the back of my brain that was just kind of screaming at me, and it was right at the end where they're going dum dum da dum dum da dum dum, and there are literal symbols in the back of the orchestra, but they're not using them. You hear the little beatbox version of Psh, da, da da dum da dum, yeah. yeah, and I'm just like, wait, what? Yeah. This is not Star Wars.
1: Yeah, that, well, that's the thing. Is 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 what I'm saying is, it's like it's one thing to have an acapella group do, I don't know. You throw out any song, okay, out there. Throw out even like even a rock song. Like it's one thing to have a La Capella group do "Sweet Child of Mine" by Guns N' Roses, and to do something fresh and neat with it and the tight harmonies and everything. Love it, all for it. But when you go out and you're basically all just going, bum bum, bu-bu-bu-bum, bum bum, bum bum, bum bum, it's it seemed like parody. Yeah with them doing it i'm like just raise the curtain let the orchestra play and be and and have that go because that's going to get people more psyched than pentatonics uh humming these tunes
0: yes yes and and if you see i mean uh, if you look at the outfits that didn't really help it either you've got like the pseudo star wars fashion look but also like the trendy shoes, which so like you've got like a, a weird kind of leather hood style uh, thing that could pass for something that you would see in a Star Wars movie, but then you have these starkly contrasting uh, J's, as they say. Uh, <laughs> but I will say this, it's... Um, part of me is just like you reject it as a reality of, of what Star Wars looks like now because, I mean, the, uh, is this just part of what it means for a new Star Wars film to be made, that it's just going to have this much of an impact on every aspect of popular culture? And is that a bad thing at the end of the day?
1: No, I mean, I think it's just a natural progression of, of, I think this is where we see, as I said earlier, the real fingerprints of Disney come into play, Riley. I, I think that, um Disney spent 4 billion dollars for this franchise. They didn't spend 4 billion dollars for Willow, and unfortunately <laughs> they didn't even spend 4 billion dollars for Indiana Jones. They spent 4 billion dollars for the Star Wars franchise, the most marketable franchise in movie history. No yeah. matter I don't care what movie franchise you can throw out there, there's never been anything as marketable as what Star Wars has been. That's it. So and true. um and Disney knows how to market stuff so you take their knowledge of marketing along with the you know this thing that just lends itself to it uh, they're making money hand over fist and that's what it's about for them i don't think it's going to affect the pop culture my again i come back to the actual product that they're marketing when we see the force awakens the question will be have i wasted my question now is have i really wasted time in chasing down these action figures and you know, and all the stuff that I've done for this film, or will it capture my heart and imagination? yes. and and if it does, then all the marketing in the world is fine. I, I have no problem with it. And uh, I, it's fun. I mean, I, at the end of the day, dude, I think it's a blast to walk into any store and just be surprised with Star Wars everywhere absolutely
0: absolutely it's one of those things that it's uh, it is a natural byproduct of what it means for a star wars movie to return to theaters and not just a lucas star wars film but a a star wars film that is being produced by one of the biggest film companies of all time and if this is truly the time where star wars transcends its creator for good or for ill uh it has that much of a potential to to be the enormous cultural touchstone moment that the original was. And I think that's a really exciting I uh, possibility. I
1: don't, yeah, I don't think that's well, going to happen.
0: Yeah, well, Steve, uh, let folks know where can they find you. Geekoutpodcast.com, that's where you go. Awesome, awesome. And make sure you're listening to Geek Out Loud. It is an awesome, awesome geeky podcast galore you're talking about Star Wars all the time and, of course, many other passions. So if you're not listening to Geek Out Loud, you definitely should be. Steve Glosson is on Twitter, at Steve Glosson. I'm also on Twitter. It's at the Riley Guy, And be sure to follow the show at Star Wars Tonight. We give you guys updates on when we're going live, when we post episodes, all that good stuff. And uh, also make sure that you, uh, if you're interested, support the show on Patreon. Uh, this is part of the Star Wars Report network of podcasts. And uh, we are doing the regular shows Monday through Thursday. But if you want to grab the Friday bonus show... It's all yours. It's for anyone who supports us at any level. could so be a penny at uh, patreon.com slash starwarsreport. That's patreo ncom Star Wars starwarsreport. We appreciate you uh, tuning in. Uh, we appreciate everyone who's been tweeting us and listening to us. I just got a note from Bria, uh, Chaos Bria on Twitter, a uh, longtime DragonCon buddy. And she's like, yeah, we're listening to the show on the road trip, uh, which is awesome. Got an email from uh, John Swinimer. I've been getting tweets from uh, Bruce Gibson, all kinds of great feedback, and we really appreciate you guys. It it really is, this is a fun experiment and uh, a fun time to be hanging out together each and every evening. So that is Star Wars Tonight for Tuesday, the 24th of November, 2015. Thank you so much for listening, and may the Force be with you. There's the awesome Ewok rock music in the background, I promise.
1: <laughs> well, I can hear it a little bit. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, there were a couple of times where the music started to bleed into things, and in fact, when it was playing and you were talking, you were breaking up big time.
0: Oh, yeah? Yeah, well, fort- I mean, I think the recorder got it all, so that's fortunately. Uh, yeah, I gotta, I've got a lot of tweaking to do. I've got, I'm, more, I'm experimenting with, um, with Twitch. I'd love to do live video, especially for something that's short. But uh, it depends on mm-hmm. you know getting all that stuff working. I think. Isn't
1: Twitch, more for like video game. Isn't Twitch, a video gamey type thing. It is. Although once
0: um, once Justin.tv kind of shut down the the other branch, uh, they've opened it. it's a lot of podcasters are starting to use it and stuff. Because there's Google Hangouts is okay, but it really degrades the audio quality, which I really don't like, uh, for the broadcast. Um, so uh, but but I will say this: uh, if Twitch works out, it would be kind of a fun way to get this stuff up on YouTube, and I, really as short as it is, maybe just putting the audio on YouTube might kind of reach people who otherwise wouldn't go for it. But anyway, I'll, let me uh, shut off the old recorder here, but uh, thanks for listening, folks.